Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Shabbat Shalom. Welcome and welcome back. Welcome to the new people. Welcome back to the old reliables. Um, thank you for being here and we're going to get into it. Now, you know that we are on First uh, Samuel. We're in that book of First Samuel. So we are doing outline number four today. And that is from chapter 10, 11, and 12. Those three chapters. I already told you that I'm doing all of these um, outlines by chapter. And we're um, moving forward steadily. Now, last week, I already told you that um, the children of Israel wanted the king. I already told you they're trying to be like everybody else. And the Most High says, since you want to be like everybody else, I'm going to move to the side and let them get you because they don't like you. The other nations don't like the children of Israel. They don't like them. So trying to be their friend and trying to be like them is not going to help because they don't like them. Remember, the devil, the devil's children don't like the Most High's children. I say this all the time. Go to Genesis 3, 14 through 16. That's where it says it. So every time the children of Israel is always trying to be with somebody else and trying to make nice with somebody else, they will never be liked because the devil's children don't like the most high children. Period. Understand that. Know that. Don't ever forget that because the children of Israel are going to keep falling in the pitfall simply because they keep wanting to be with other people and like other people. And the law is... Don't be, don't have your children with them to marry them. Don't be with them. Come out of the world. Most high been saying this for the longest time. Stop being around the heathens. The most high been saying this Old Testament, New Testament. That's a part of the laws. When you break the laws and the laws don't go away until all is fulfilled. Uh-huh. Because there's a whole bunch of other prophecies that need to be fulfilled before the law can actually be done away with. So, getting back on Wednesday's lesson. But until all is fulfilled, the children of Israel still gonna keep falling into these pitfalls because they're not listening to the most high and they are they've been headstrong, uh stiff necked, uh hard-headed, insubordinate, everything you want to say, that's what they've been. Another thing I want to say, um if I keep going in and out because I, I check my lessons after I um do them and for some reason I keep going in and out and then it cuts off I don't know what's going on with this mic now it used to just be in and out now it's just cutting off when I cut this mic on it automatically mutes itself 
And if I don't, um, if I don't check, it will be muted. So I'm trying to do everything. I don't know. Me and my husband's going to have to sit down and he's going to have to look at this equipment. It's new. Everything's new except for the speakers. Everything's new. And um, I don't know what's going on. My monitor's new. It has a camera on it. It pops up. I mean, it's so cute and everything. But for some reason, it's just doing whatever it is. The devil is alive. Anyway, I'm going to keep checking it. And I'm I'm sorry. My equipment sucks. Just saying. I'm trying to do the best I can under the circumstances. And it does. So um, until my husband can look at this stuff, please just bear with me. I'm going to try to stay as still as possible. <laughs> Let this thing, I'm going to move my mic directly in front of me because I got to read this stuff because I'm going to read everything out. And the reason why I'm going to read everything out is because you have to know about this new king. This is the first king that the children of Israel's getting. So I can't cliff note that. I'm going to read it right out. But I'm going to read you the outline just to give you an idea of what's happening. And then I'm just going to read it through just in case you don't get it. Um, I will let you know when we start cliff noting again. This is important to note because you have to understand how we got to where we are today. In order for us to know where we're going, we have to know where we've been as a nation of Yasharel. You already know Yasharel's melanated. You already know that they was over in um, Mesopotamia area first. You already understand that there's other nations that was also melanated, the first nations, the um, um, the indigenous nations that was there, all melanated. And then they got it, uh, they got whited out, meaning um, the fourth kingdom mixed and mingled with them. I'll say it like that biblically. Biblically, they mixed and mingled. This is in the scriptures, King James and whatever the Bible you get, not unless it's somebody's wiki Bible. But um, the fourth kingdom mixed and mingled with a lot of people. And then you already know what happened with slavery and all of that. This is all biblical children of Israel. Understand that, know that. But, um, you know, the people you see today are not the people that was yesterday. <laughs> okay. And in the Old Testament, they, they look mixed and mingled. Anyway, we have to understand how we came to where we are. The children of Israel want everything everybody else wants, and it's not good for them. It's just like a child. You're a parent of a child that is determined to play in fire. I don't care what you do. This kid is determined to play in fire. What do you do? You let him get burned, right? Just a little bit, just a little tip of the finger. Let him get burned to see how, how hot it is. But with this, and the Most High is allowing us to get um, our fingers burned, guess what? We keep going back to the fire. It just doesn't make sense. I don't know. Anyway, so like I said, we are on chapter 10, 11, and 12. So the outline is for chapter 10 is uh, the first one is Samuel, and his name is Shemuel. So if I use it interchangeably, you already know who it is. Um, Samuel anoints Saul, okay? And verses 2 through 8 is he confronts him, excuse me, he confirms him by prediction of three signs. Then from verses um, nine through 13, hold on. Nine through 13, Saul's heart is changed and he prophesies. 
verses 14 through 16, he conceals the matter of the kingdom from his uncle. Verses 17 through 25, Saul, which is Shaul, is chosen at Mizpah by Lot. Verses 26 and 27, the different afflictions of his subjects. So let's begin. Let us be gone. Be gone. If I'm reading slow, that means I really want you to pay attention to it. Okay? I want you to pay attention to what is being said. Here we go. And we're reading from the Amplified Bible. And you already know why I'm reading it, because it has regular language, not the D and thou. If there's something that needs to be said um, from the Sifa, which is the closest, then I will say if in the Sifa along with the Amplified. Like I said, this D and thou drives me nuts. But um, the um, King James Version is um, one of the best versions. But the Sifa, they went back to the original scrolls and kept a lot of the original names and places and um, subjects and things like that. So that's why I will re um, refer to one of them. I just don't like the old English. I can't stand old English and people in biblical times didn't even speak English. So that's what drives me nuts. <laughs> anyway. All right. First um, Samuel 10 from the Amplified. And this is um, Shaul among the prophets. Now remember, the children of Israel want a king. And um, Samuel is the, um, the priest and the prophet. So the Most High is telling him who, this was last week, who was going to be the king. So he sent, um, he sent, well, there was a situation that was set up for Shaul to go see Samuel. And this is how it's unfurling today. Okay. Um, then Shemuel took the flask of oil and poured it on Saul's head. Remember, um, Saul is among the prophets. And so, um, and kissed him. Shemuel kissed him and said, has the Most High not anointed you as ruler over his inheritance, Yasharal? Then you should leave me today. You will meet two men beside Rachel's tomb in the territory of Benjamin at Zelpha. Now, Rachel is the mother of Benjamin and Yosef. Okay. And um, Yaakov, who is Israel, that was his wife. That's the one he really loved. Leah is the one he had all the kids by. Now, children of um, Israel, uh, um, the um, line of um, uh, Yahuda, Leah is Yahuda's mother. Leah. Okay? Don't forget that. And Leah is Rachel's sister and they're twins. Okay, I just wanted to give you the lowdown on what's going on so you know. All right. 
they will say to you, the donkeys you went to look for have been found. And your father has stopped caring about them and is worried about you saying, what should I do about my son? Then you will go on further from there. This is um, Shemuel telling Saul what to do. And you will come to a terebinth tree of Tabor and three men going up to sacrifice to the Most High at Bethel will meet you there. One carrying three young goats, another carrying three loaves of bread, and the other carrying a jug of wine. They will greet you and give you two loaves of bread, which you will accept from their hand. After that, you will come to a hill where Yah, excuse me, yeah, after that, you will come to a hill of Yah, yeah, I said it right, where the garrison of the Philistines is. And when you come there to the city, you will meet a group of prophets coming down the high place of worship with harp, tambourine, flute, and lyre before them, and they will be prophesying. Then the Ruach, which is the spirit of the Most High, will come upon you mightily. So that means he's going to be prophesying. And you will prophesy with them. And you will be changed into another man. Oh, my. Now, what did it say? It said that he's going to be changed into another man. So what is the Most High going to do to him? Consecrate him to be the king. That's what he's going to do. That's what he's going to do. Hold on a minute. Now. I want you. To understand something. I want you to understand what prophecy means. Prophecy means, and I'm reading from the Oxford Dictionary it out. It means a prediction. Okay. And the uh, synonyms is like a second sight or clairvoyancy. Okay. I want you to understand what that means. Let me drink my tea. Hold on. Sorry. You know, it's, you know what's going on with my throat. There's always a clanging or you don't hear no noise because I'm drinking. Okay. Seven. When these signs come to you, this is Shemuel talking to um, Shaul, who is Saul. Do for yourself whatever the situation requires for the most high is with you. That's what he's telling them. You shall go down ahead of me to Gilgal. And behold, I will be coming down to you to offer burnt offerings and to sacrifice peace offerings. You shall wait seven days until I come to you. Hold on. And show you what you must do. Then it happened when Shaul turned his back to leave Shemuel, the Most High changed his heart that quick. You see how quick he did it? 
and all those signs came past that day. Then they came to the hill at Gibeah. Behold, a group of prophets met him, and the Ruach of the Most High came upon him mightily, and he prophesied among them. Now, when all who knew Saul previously saw that he actually prophesied by the inspiration with the prophets, the people said one to another, what has happened to Saul? I could say Saul or Shaul, either one is the same. What happened to Shaul, who is nobody but the singer, the son of Kish? Now, remember, Shaul said that. Who am I that you should be anointing me and giving me this, um, this kingship? I ain't nobody. I'm the least of the house. Our family's the least of the house of Benjamin. We the least of the house, and you giving you bestowing all that on me. See, he couldn't even he couldn't even take that. But the Most High said, "Yes, honey, you getting it? You the one who gonna get it." I'm going to send you to the prophet and he's going to consecrate you and he's going to anoint you and do all of that so you can be ready. Now he's changed. So Shaul, also among the prophets, oh, I already read that. And the man from there answered, but who is the father of others? So it became a proverb. Is Saul also among the prophets? Yeah, honey. The children of Israel saw him prophesy and it was like, what? Mm-hmm. 13, when Shaul had finished prophesying, he went up to the high place of worship. So he's doing all the things the Most High told Shemuel he was going to do. And then Shemuel told him what the Most High told him. And now all of the things that um, Shemuel told um, Shaul is happening. He can't even believe himself. 14, Shaul's uncle said to him and to his servant, where did you go? And Shaul said to look for the donkeys. And when we saw that they were nowhere to be found, we went to Shemuel for help. Shaul's uncle said, please tell me what did Shemuel say to you? And Shaul said to his uncle, he told us plainly that the donkeys had been found, but he did not tell him about the matter of the kingdom, which Shemuel had mentioned. So um, Shem, uh, Shaul didn't tell his uncle that he was chosen to be king. <laughs> okay. Shaul's publicly chosen king. When Shemuel called the people together to the Most High at Mizpah, and he said to the children of Israel, thus saith the Most High, the El of Yasharel, it was I who brought Yasharel out of Mizraim, and I rescued you from the land of the Egyptians, from all the kingdoms that were oppressing you. And he did. Remember all the things that we read. Remember, he was tearing the people up and the children of Israel was watching. The most I said, vengeance is his. But today you have rejected your El, who himself saved you from your disasters and your distress. Yet you have said, no. Set us a king over us. Ooh, child, the most high getting ready to get after them. Now then, present yourselves before the Most High to your tribes and by your family clans. And when Shemuel brought all the tribes of Yasharel near to the tribe of Benjamin to choose by lot, 21, then he brought the tribe of Benjamin near by their families and the family of Matri was chosen by lot. I'm going to tell you what it means in a minute. 
And Shaul, son of Kish, was chosen by Lot. But when they looked for him, he couldn't be found. So they inquired further of the Most High. Has a man come here yet? And the Most High answered, he is there hiding by himself by the provisions and supplies. Now, let me tell you what's going on. Shemuel is the priest and the prophet. So he gathered all Yasharel up and said, I'm going to pick it out of king. So they, he made all the whole Yasharel go over to the line of Benjamin, which is the last brother. He's number 12. Then from that line of Benjamin, they chose the, a certain family. Then from that certain family, they chose one person. That's how they did it. Okay? Because the whole um, plan of Yasharel is one being, is the bride of the Most High. That's why he does things. Understand that. When one thing happens to one of the children of Israel, it affects everybody. Think about now. I want you to think about these things when I'm reading this, because this is serious. 23. So they ran and took him from there. Uh, let me say this too. When they went looking for Shaul, he was hiding because he was scared. So when they took him from there and he stood among the people, he was taller than any of the people from his shoulders upwards. So he was taller than everybody. And he, it was so unreal for him, very surreal that he's being chosen to watch after the whole children of Israel. So it's surreal. He, he can't wrap his head around it. That's why he went to hide. And he's tall as I don't know what and very handsome because you know the children of Israel, they look good. Children of Israel look good, honey. And they even look better than that. The Most High said when they start sinning, he's going to make them look terrible simply because of the sin that they do. This is why Yosef looked so good because he was always listening to the Most High. So all that glory from the Most High was just blessing him, honey. Ooh. All right, I'm on 24. Shout, oh, excuse me. Samuel said to all the people, do you see him who the Most High has chosen? For there is no one like him among all the people. So all the people shouted and said, long live the king. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the beginning of the end. Anyway, then Shemuel told the people the requirements of the kingdom and wrote them in a book and placed them before the Most High. And don't you forget that. Don't you forget that. Along with the Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands are is a book of the kings, which we read in now. So Shemuel sent all the people away, each one to his home. Shaul went home to Gibeah and the brave man whose hearts the Most High had touched went with him. So now he got an entourage. But some worthless men said, how can this man save and rescue us? Oh gosh, here we go with all the stiff neckedness and all the nonsense. This is the child. Nobody can do you worse than your own people. Mm, 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 mm. And why can they do you the worst? Because you trust them. Anyway, and they regarded Shaul with contempt. Uh-huh. 
and did not bring him a gift, but he ignored the insult, which is sad, and kept silent. Mm, mm, mm. You see the nonsense? First they yell and they want a king. Then when the king is chosen, oh, what, what, what? That's what they're doing. They can never be satisfied. Mm. Now we on chapter 11. And this is uh, verses one through three. Naash offers them of uh, Jabesh Gilead a reproachful condition. Verses four through 11, they send messages and are delivered by Shaul. Verses 12 through 15, Shaul thereby, thereby is confirmed and his kingdom renewed. So here we go. Shaul defeats the Amorites. Now, Nashash, the Amorite king, went up, so just, here's the nonsense, and besieged Jabbath Gilead. And all the men of Jabbath said to Nahash, make a treaty of peace with us and we will serve you. But Nahash, the Amorite, told them, I will make a treaty with you on this condition that I will gorge out the right eye of every one of you. Oh my goodness. No, he did And make a disgrace upon all Israel. The elders of Jabesh said to Nanash, give us seven days so that we may send messages throughout the territory of Israel. Then if there is no one to save us, we will come out and surrender to you. Now, let me just say this. them to wipe these people out. I already told you the Most High was among them. The Most High told them what to do and when they didn't listen, the Most High said, then they're going to be a pain in your behind. That's what they're going to be. They're going to be a pain in your side and I'm going to sit right here and watch. Uh -huh, they're going to be a pain in your side and that's exactly what's going on. I already told you the, Ammonite, the Amorites is their cousins. Yeah, is it Amorites or Ammon? Yeah, yeah, that's their cousins from Lot. Lot's two daughters, the Ammonite, the Am Ammon and Moab cousins. Anyway, three. The elders of Jabesh said to, "Oh, give us." I'm oh, sorry, I already said that. Four. Then the messengers came to Gibeah of Shaul and told the news to the people. And all the people raised their voices and wept aloud. You see how we got it? First, you want to be stubborn and do what you want to do. And then when somebody wants to clobber you and pop you all over your head, you want to cry and go run into the most high. This is how the whole Old Testament is going to be. This is how the, old, the whole Old Testament is going to be. They're going to go ahead and don't listen to the most high, who is the creator of the universe and can do, get rid of all the people for them. They're not going to listen to the most high. They're going to listen to some wretched king. And then they're going to do what they want to. They're still going to run to the people who hate them and try to be with them or be around them. And those people's going to want to kill them and they're going to go crying. It's going to happen constantly. This is what's going to happen throughout the Old Testament. Just letting you know. Five. And Shaul was coming out of the field behind the oxen and he said, what is the matter with the people that they are weeping? Little brother. So they told him about the report of the men in Jebesh. 
and the Ruach of the Most High came upon Saul mightily when he heard these words. All right now, the Most High getting ready to boost Saul up so he could go crushing people. And he became extremely angry. He took a team of oxen and cut them to pieces and set to and sent them throughout the territory of Yasharel by the hand of the messengers, saying, Whoever does not come out to follow Shaul and Shemuel, the same shall be done to this oxen. Then fear of the Most High fell on the people, and they came out united as one man. I already told you, with one person. The whole Yasharel is the bride of the most high. I already told you as if it's one individual. Okay? Is the bride of the most high. Why is it the bride of the most high? Because they're dedicated to the most high. That's the most high's lot. All of us in an assembly is one. The bride of the most high. When a husband and wife go to the minister and come together, they become one. The two become one. We're supposed to be in the most high. The most high is our lot. The contract is with our forefather, Abraham. Understand that, know that. So if something happens to your brother, yes, you're going to feel it. Whether you feel connected or not. If they ain't going to come, if they come through your brother, they're going to come to you next. Know that. That's what I was saying. He assembled and counted them at Bezek. And the sons of Yasharel numbered 300,000. And the men of Yahuda. 30,000. They said to the messengers who had come, you shall say to the men of Jebeth Gilead, tomorrow by the time the sun is hot. Remember, they in a land where it's only sun and rain. You will have help against the Ammonites. So the messengers came and reported this to the men of Jebesh. And they were overjoyed. So um, Shaul sent the message to those um, people that was in another part of the land. Because remember, the land that they conquered, which was Canaan, those surrounding lands, they conquered too. So when they start divvying out land to all of the brothers' lines, they, it's, it's a large landmass. Today, it's not like that. It's just one little piece. Okay, so that's how you can tell that the children of Israel ain't there. The Most High said, when there ain't no more war, when he bring the children um, to, of Israel to um, um, Jerusalem, it ain't going to be no war no more. No more war. Sorry. Let me just um, hold on one minute. Now we're on verse 10. Excuse me. So the men of Jebesh said to Naash the Amorite, tomorrow we will come down to you to surrender and you may do to us whatever seems good to you. Did I already read that? Hold on. No. All right. 11. The next morning, Shaul put the men into three companies. And they entered the Amorites' uh, camp during the darkness of the early morning, watched and killed the Ammonites, 
until the heat of the day. Mm. They was fighting from the early morning to the heat of the day. And the survivors were scattered. And no two of them were left together. Mm. So they decimated them. The people said to Shemuel, who is the one who said, shall Shaul reign over us? Bring the men and we will put them to death. But Shaul said, no man shall be put to death this day. But today the Most High has brought victory to Yasharal. 14, Shemuel said to the people, come let us go to Gilgal and there restore the kingdom. So all the people went to Gilgal and they made Shaul king before the Most High in Gilgal. So they um they crowned him there, honey. He got his little coronation and all that. Okay. They also sacrificed peace offerings before the Most High, and there Shaul and all the men of Israel rejoiced greatly. So he's the first king of Israel. See how the Most High um, sent the Ruach into him to do what he needed to do, honey. Some people say the Ruach never came, but yes, yes, yes. If it say uh, spirit, if you got your King James say spirit of the Lord, it's going to say Ruach um, of Yah in the Sifa. So the Ruach is the spirit. So now we are on chapter 12. Understand what's being said? Shaul showed them through the Ruach that came upon Shaul, gave him all the audacity to go out and go crush them Ammonites. All right. Um, chapter 12, one through five. Shemuel testified his integrity. Chat, um, sorry, verses one through five. Verses six through 15, he reproves the people of ingratitude. Verses 16 through 19, he terrifies them with thunder in harvest time. Verses 20 through 25, he comforts them in the most high's mercy. You see how they act? You see how the children of Israel act? All puffed up and all that. And guess what? They start cowering when the Most High start putting them in their place. Now, Shemuel addresses Yashavel. Then Shemuel said to all Yashavel, Behold, I have listened to your voice in everything that you said to me, and I have appointed a king over you. And now here is the king walking before you. As for me, I am old and gray. And here's my sons with you. I have walked before you from my childhood to this day. Yes, since he was about three years old. Can you imagine? Because he was weaned off his mother, Hannah. Yeah, it was about three. Here I am, testify against me before the Most High. And Shaul, his anointed, if I had done someone wrong, Whose ox ha have I taken or whose donkey have I taken or whom have I exploited? Whom I have oppressed for whom, excuse me, or from whose hand I have taken a bribe to blind my eyes to the truth. Tell me and I will restore it to you. 
They say you have not exploited us or oppressed us or taken anything at all from a man's hand. Shemuel said to them, the most high is a witness against you. Listen, listen, listen. The most high is a witness against you. And Shaul, his anointed, is a witness this day that you have not found anything in my hand. And they answered, he is a witness which means let it be so, which is amen and not amen. I already told you what amen means. Amen, you speak in Hebrew, let it be so. Six, then Shemuel said to the people, it is the Most High who appointed Moshe and Aaron and brought your fathers up from the land of Mizraim. Now then take your stand so that I may plead and contend with you before the Most High considering all the righteous acts of the Most High, which he did for you and your forefathers. When Yaakov and his sons came to Mizraim and later when the Egyptians, which are the people of Mizraim, oppressed them, and your fathers cried out to the Most High, then the Most High sent Moshe and Aaron who brought your fathers out of Mizraim and settled them in this place. Why is uh, Shemuel saying this? Because he wants them to keep this in the forefront of their mind, to always mind the Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands of the Most High and how they're important. Because the Most High loves them enough that he brought them out of bondage and he's given them stipulations and guidelines to stay within so that there will be no trouble. Nevertheless, they still going to be in trouble. This is why the Most High keep drilling the lowest statutes, precepts, and commands in their heads. If the lowest statutes, precepts, and commands wasn't important, they would not be drilled in their heads. This is why the Most High always sends the prophets who remind them, your forefathers came out of bondage. Okay? There was laws given to them. Okay? No, the laws don't make you perfect, but the laws are for sinners. Most high already knew that they was going to be sinners. They, he knew they was going to be stiff-necked. He knew they wasn't going to listen. He knew that they didn't want him, that they pushed him away. He knew all these things. This is why he had the guidelines so that they could stay within him so they won't be wiped out come the second life. The Most High is way ahead of us. It's not about today. When the Most High says something, it's everlasting until he changes it. And most of the time, he don't change it. That's what I was saying. Verse 9. But when they forgot the Most High their L, he sold them into the hand of Sisera, commander of Hazor's army, and into the hand of the Philistines. Aha, uh -huh. when they didn't listen to the Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands of the Most High, the Most High let them go into bondage. You already know they went into bondage several times, but not for lengthy periods of time. Sometimes it was 40 years, sometimes it was 18, sometimes it was nine. The longest they ever been was Mizraim, which is bondage. And this last time when they, um, when the Most High sent Yah, um, Yahudas and another line into the four corners of the world for 400 years in bondage. That's the slavery that the children of Israel today that live in the land of their um, bondage, the land of their captivity, today they live. Today, as we are breathing and it is February 18th, 2023, 
We are living in the land of our captivity today. If you live in the United States, if you're living in South America, if you're living in um, Europe, wherever there was a slave brought, if you're living to the, um, those little country, island country, wherever you was brought, you're living in the land of your captivity today. Okay? Children of Israel. So the Most High, through Shemuel, was telling them, when you didn't listen to me, that's when I put you in captivity. Okay, so I'm going to read it again. Nine, but when they forgot the Most High their ill, he sold them into the hand of Sisera, commander of Hazar's army, and into the hand of the Philistines and of the king of Moab, and they fought against them. This is because they didn't listen to the Most High. They cried out to the Most High saying, we have sinned because we have abandoned and rejected the Most High and served the devils, which is Baal and Astaroth. Uh -huh. But now rescue us from the hands of our enemies and we will serve you. This is going to be like a broken record. This is going to be like a broken record, what they're saying. This is going to be a broken record throughout the whole Old Testament. I'm just letting you know. 11. Then the Most High sent them to Jerubbabel, which is Gideon, and Bedan, and Jephthah, and Shemuel, and he rescued you from the hand of your enemies on every side, and you lived in security. Now the king is confirmed, 12. But when you saw that Nahash, the king of the Ammonites, had come against you, you said to me, no. But a king shall reign over us. This is what they, the children of Israel saying to the Most High. Although the Most High, your El, was your king. Now the Most High was the king of the children of Israel. Now let's just go to the, um, let's just go fast forward to the New Testament. Just for a minute. What did the Romans do when they captured Yahusha? What did Pontius Pilate ask him? Are you the king of Yasharel? What did Yeshua say? You got to think about that. And think about when the Pharisees was asking him, did you say that you're the king over us? What did Yeshua say? Think about that. Because the Most High said he used to be the king of Yasharael, but they wanted their own king. Uh-huh. I tell you, the Most High never changed. Anyway, 13. Now, therefore, here is uh, Shaul, the king of whom you chosen. And for whom you ask, behold, the Most High has set a king over you. There. There you go, wretched people. If you fear the Most High with awe and profound reverence and serve him and listen to his voice and not rebel against his commandment, uh -huh, then both you and your king will follow the Most High, your El, and all will be well. But if you don't listen to the Most High's voice, but rebel against his commandment, then the hand of the Most High will be against you to punish you. Now, let me say this. For those people who say that the um, laws and commands is going to be done away with the New Testament, that is the farthest from the truth because the Most High stresses it. And so everything has come to pass within the prophecies. That's when the um, rules and regulations of the Most High will be done. Not um, when Yeshua came. Yeshua came to fulfill, which means um, I already told you in the last time. It don't. It don't mean that. 
okay? Go back and listen to um, the lessons that I did about the Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands. That's what I was saying, verse 15. But if you don't listen to the Most High's voice, but rebel against his commandments, then the hand of the Most High will be against you to punish you as it, um, as it was against your fathers. 16. So now take your stand and see the great thing which the Most High will do for you before your eyes. 17. Is it not the beginning of wheat harvest today? I will call to the Most High and he will send thunder and rain. Then you will know without any doubt and see that your evil, which you have done, is great in the sight of the Most High by asking for yourselves a king. It was bad that they asked for a king because they rejected the Most High. That's a slap in his face or a slap in the face. So Shemuel called to the Most High in prayer and he sent thunder and rain that day. And all the people greatly feared the Most High and Shemuel. 19, then all the people said to Shemuel, pray to the Most High, your L for your servants, so that we will not die. You see, yeah, they are so pathetic sometimes. They're pathetic sometimes. For we have added to all our sins this evil, to ask for a king for ourselves. So Shemuel said to the people, do not be afraid. You have indeed done all this evil. Yet do not turn away from following the Most High and serve the Most High with all your heart. That's another precept. You must not turn away. For then you would ask, where are you? Where am I? Sorry. You must not turn away. For then you will go after futile things which cannot profit or rescue because they are futile. That's um, idols. They don't want you to go to idols because idols can't save you. They're worthless. That's basically what he's saying. 22, the Most High will not abandon his people. Understand this notice. He doesn't change. For if he did, we wouldn't be here. The Most High will not abandon his people for his great name's sake. Because the Most High has been pleased to make you a people to himself. Uh-huh. Moreover, as for me, Shemuel says, far be it from me that I should sin against the Most High by ceasing to pray for you. So that's his job, to pray for the children. And that's what the Levites' jobs are, and it never stopped. But I will instruct you in the good and right way. Only fear the Most High with awe and profound reverence. And serve him faithfully with all your heart for consider what great things he has done for you. And don't forget. But if you still do evil, both you and your king will be swept away for destruction. Did you hear all that the Most High said? He gave precepts. He gave commands. He gave instructions, which is all the same thing. And he gave warnings. That's what he's going to be doing throughout the whole Old Testament. Mm -hmm. That's what he's going to be doing. So why am I not cliff noting this? Because this is important. I need you to know the first king comes with stipulations 
laws, commands, and precepts. Okay? It comes with all kinds of stuff. And if they were being tested, which they are, they're going to keep feeling. They're going to keep feeling, but the most high is faithful. He's not going to give up his end of the bargain, even though the children are going to give up theirs. They're just going to keep going back and forth. they wicked children. They just keep going back and forth. That's why the most high is going to let them get what they get. The most high is just going to sit to the side and let stuff happen. And then when they crying out and sorry, the most high will go save them. This is how it's going to be in the Old Testament. Just let me know. So I hope that this lesson or this outline edifies you and giving you a little more understanding of who your brethren um, was, your ancestors, Yasharel, and those of the second flock, how your honorary brethren were acting and how you became an honorary um, member of the second flock because your honorary brethren was showing their tail. Okay? So, um, I want you to have a good Shabbat. Uh, you can continue your meditation or whatever you're doing. Um, rest. Enjoy yourself. And until next time. Hi. Trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. It's good to hear the word of truth of the Most High, but you know what's better? hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks.